Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spurrier. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zena Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. watching and listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Chino Liao back for another weekly Thursday live stream and I'm sure everybody is excited to talk about the mess. Ang daming kalat, dami natin pag-uusapan tonight. But let's get some let's get some admin stuff out of the way first and let's talk about how you can join our, our growing patron community, sabi nga ni Ro, on the spot daw niya, si new patron Gian. So, Ro, have at the spiel, a new patron Gian, let the people in the chat know what they're missing out on. Before I say that, I want to address babyface producer Gel, who says he's missed it. We missed you, Gel. Uh, balik ka na, please. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what's going on backstage, but please come back. Wala namang bro. Hindi namang kami galit. Nagtagatan din ba sila? Alright, um... So it's been a crazy weekend. So we had two days of pay-per-views, premium live events. Honestly, if we knew the media scrum was going to be that eventful, I would have broadcasted on this on Discord as well. So uh, if you want to be, you would have be a part of that <laughs> in the next month. I believe Extreme Rules is happening early October. GN, a new patron GN, please tell them everything that you experience at Discord over there in the chat while I do my spiel. All you got to do is sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. The URL is scrolling at the bottom of your screen. It's only $5 uh, or 280 pesos and counting because against the dollar. You get access to our Discord community where we do the watch parties and we, where we talk about a bunch of stuff. Wrestling, AEW, uh, games, sports, a lot of things. We had exclusive access to our review content of weekly television shows, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, uh, Rampage, Dynamite, weekly pay-per-views, uh, the monthly pay-per-views as well, and uh, live events as well. MWF as well, care of Rowan, who is not here with us tonight. Also, you get dibs on our merch. Uh, let's put up the merch. Maybe we producer Julio. We got that. The slide. Madam Mataya. Yeah, I'm going to have it. There you go. 
So we just finalized yung first shipment namin ng merch to all the lucky patrons who are getting first dibs on a choice uh, on a shirt of their choice from among these four options. And then I believe um, as long as you sign up, you'll get uh, no, you'll get a choice as well. You get a free shirt on us as well. And also uh, when we do pasabais from stores like WWE Shop, Shop AEW, and Pro Wrestling Tees, which is all pretty much soon because of Black Friday, you can be a part of that as well. We ship a shipment over from the States. All of that for only $5 or 280 pesos over on patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Sa ulo ng mga nagbabagong balita, unahin natin si CM Punk. We gotta start with the CM Punk kalat. And Ro has the TLDR, the spark notes for whoever might still be living under a rock. Uh, you'll be surprised. People did ask on TikTok. Like, uh, I thought people were caught up on TikTok. Pero mm-hmm. may nagtanong pa rin. Uh, bakit, bakit na-strip yung, yung AEW Championship and yung Trios Championship? The reason why is because after All Out last Monday, Manila time, they had a media scrum, which is a press conference. And CM Punk was the first guy on that scrum, on that press con. And then he loob about Colt Cabana. About, um, he also dragged in the names of the Young Bucks and Hangman Page and Kenny Omega uh, as the executive vice presidents of AEW. They said, he said that they couldn't manage a show, let alone a target. And, um, and he also insinuated that they were the ones spreading rumors about him being a locker room cancer. And after that, the elite went over to his locker room and tried to confront him. There are varying conflicting stories about what happened. Punk side says that tra- they tried to kick down the door. Not sure if they slapped their legs in the process. But the young buck side, the young buck side claims that they tried to calmly confront him. And uh, he threw and that punk threw the first punch. So there was a big brawl on Hagatsi Kenny Omega and A Steel, uh, Nick Jackson. <laughs> yung eh. Yeah, like okay, well, first first of all, wow is that your first instinct? What are you, a Pokemon? Like, <laughs> apparently uh, <laughs> Nick Jackson got hit in the eye with a chair and Michael Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler and Christopher Daniels tried to stop the fight only to get suspended as well. So now um, there are backstage rumors that a bunch of these guys are suspended. And now you know from today's episode of Dynamite that the AEW World Championship, which was held by Punk, and the AEW Trios Championship, which was held by Elite, have been vacated. There's a tournament happening for the World Championship and they crowned the new Trios Championship earlier today. And yeah, that is the whole thing. And there are no rumors yet on whether Punk will leave, but it does kind of corroborate then the reports of him being unhappy in AEW. So those are the facts, or the rumors rather, that we know now with some facts thrown in. And I got to say, it is very, very messy. It, it, it's not a good look. Uh, can I just add one thing about Kenny Omega? Because apparently, according to sources ng Fightful, uh, Kenny Omega was trying to remove Larry yung aso ni CM Punk yeah, away. Yeah. Was, so doon nagsimula very, yung involvement ni Kenny Omega. Tapos ang kumagat sa kanya tao, hindi yung aso. <laughs> That's what they're trying to say. The, the dude bit him You beat me to the, the punch, dog. dude. <laughs> <laughs> so Kenny Omega, his first instinct was to get Larry out of the way, which is a that, good guy thing to do. I just want to say that. That's a very Kenny thing to do, I think. Yeah, uh, also, speaking... Na, suspend pa siya, po, siya. Uh, speaking of um, speaking of uh, 
good guys. So people who are who were not in the building at the time were uh, Hangman Page, who was one of the targets of CM Punk's tirade, FTR, who is on Punk's side, and I forgot. Basa manaming wala na sa building at that time. See si Bobby Fish wala rin dun. Oh yeah, I mean, he was he's gone from <laughs> AW. Okay, uh, let, let's break it down, guys. First question: Sino may kasalanan? Who is at fault here? A lot of people are at fault, but if we are to point one, if, if, if we are to point all our fingers at one person, I would point it at the one and only Tony Khan for letting it all happen, letting it all fester, not bringing together all of these volatile elements to work it out like adults because they are trying to, you know, be successful in the wrestling industry. Now, one would think that he would. Get everyone to get it together. But he failed at that. He totally failed at that. And then he failed to stop CM Punk from going on the whole thing that started it. Dito lumalabas yung inexperience niya as a wrestling uh, booker, I guess you could say. That better term. Or a wrestling leader. Kasi in the WWE side of things, kung may ganito nangyari, hindi siya lumalabas sa media scrub. Diba? You hear about it in the dirt sheets, but that's about it. Hindi siya umaabot sa press release, diba? na, 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 na papatay nila agad. But, but with this, it got so bad that there was a physical altercation na nangyari. And yes, hindi siya kasi binary ng isap natin wherein mali si Punk or tama si Punk, whatever you believe, dumating sa point na kailangan magkaroon ng physical contact. So, gandaan mo na na ganun na kamalala yung situation. Eh. So, why is Tony Khan uh, the man who is supposed to be making things better for wrestling, letting something like this happen. Yeah, uh, the fact that it got uh, to the point of a physical altercation and the fact that the report in the media for, for everyone to basically find out is not a good look. I was once told by someone in the industry that sometimes you just got to settle things with a good old-fashioned fish fist fight. And I will always disagree with that statement. Like, uh, as much as possible, sana hindi na humantong sa ganun. That's something you really don't want to happen, especially when, you know, you're trying to really set yourself up as a professional organization, as a company, diba? You're trying to get the goodwill of the industry. It It's a mess then uh, CM Punk was able to say these things on the record because if you're on the PR side, if you're on the branding side, those are the last things you also want said on the record, diba? Like, I wouldn't want my top star to be saying things like that to the media, to go on a tirade like that where he's dunking on yung EVPs, where he's dunking on Hangman Page. Uh, it, it really is not a good look, but based on uh, yung mga comments nyo right now in the live chat, I tend to agree that if this were on AITA on Reddit, ESH, <laughs> everyone kind of sucks here. Yeah, um, I just want to point, I just want to go back the whole thing I said about Punk not having character development after 10 years, almost 10 years away from the business. I don't, it's just it's just so baffling to me that you want to be a top guy, but you're not acting like a top guy. You're only acting like how you think a top guy should act, but objectively, no, not really. I don't know, man. Parang, how did you get to the very top of the business and not have any sort of media training? Like, how are you able to go off and say things like that and pretend that it's okay just because? You're CM Punk and you're infamously a misanthrope and big time jerk that everyone everyone 
uh, is okay with because he's popular and and he can talk nice and he can talk well, diba? So, sobrang fucked up. Like, tangina wala ka, di ka ba, di ka ba tumanda? Parang, what's, what's wrong with you, man? Like, Teka lang, I, to I, add to that, eto, eto yung tanong ko, bakit walang PR person from AEW na nag-step up at nagsabi, oh, teka, let's cut his mic? Or tama na, uh, we're gonna cut the, the uh, scrum with CM Punk right here. Alam mo yun, like, if I were Why? the PR guy, I would have done that. Wasn't Tony Khan a part of the scrum as well? Yeah, he was Bakit right. He was sitting. Yeah, right. Yeah, Bakit wala siyang ginawa? Yeah, he, exactly, he, he, exactly. Why did he? he why for, forget PR? The man who owns the company was seated right there, and he let it happen. Yeah, he is as much at fault in this situation as CM Punk, probably more so. Because he nayaan but the man has a reputation. You knew that going in. And then you let this shit happen. So, mas kasalanan mo yan, kasi you're in charge. You had the power to stop it and you did nothing. I'm going to address that in a point we'll get to in a bit when we talk about the, the championships being vacated. But uh, I want to clarify that there are actually PR teams. Uh, there is a PR team. Pero hindi sila step in for Punk. They stepped in for Tony Khan. And the, the PR team stepped in to wrap up Tony Khan and not wrap up CM Punk. So everyone everyone is a failure there for not stopping the train wreck. I think I think Tony Khan tried to rest control, pero Punk would just not let him. So every, it's, it's such a mess. Parang, well, takot ba kayo kay CM Punk? Wala, like, dumating na siya sa point na hindi yeah. niya makakuha yun eh. Diba? He could have done it earlier, but he didn't. Ito guys, merong nagsasabi na may mali yung journalist na nagtanong about Colt Cabana kasi siya raw yung nag-trigger kay Punk. Apparently, they didn't ask about Colt. So that wasn't a thing. So he just actually, uh, I heard this from the other podcast that I was listening to about this. So they clarified the story. Uh, yung mga tao nagkwento pala, who, they were there. And the story was, the guy didn't ask about Colt. It just so happened that he did the thing with Cabana on a show once. And then Punk knew about that. And then he latched onto that to start his, his little rant. So th- it wasn't the journalist's fault. It was all Punk. He, he wanted to get his, his little shtick out, off his chest. All right. So uh, knowing what we know now, uh, based on whatever has been reported, whatever's been talked about, could something like this have been prevented? Because, Shepra, when you look at a PR disaster like this, you always think about how we got here and what could have been done so that a situation like this could not have exploded to this point. Well, uh, the thing about it is that Punk is going to be there. And when he starts really talking his shit, then you're not, you can't really prevent that. You can just stop it. And they didn't do enough to stop it. Like, they should have just, you know, shipped him to the back, like, Okay, Grandpa, it's time to go to bed, diba? So they didn't do that. They, 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 they didn't just... They were scared of him. And now they have to deal with the mess. And Punk dug, dug his own grave. What's that? It's so bad. Like, oh, does he not give a fuck? If, if not, then why is, he, why is he still here, really? From the management standpoint, kahit madaming kahupalan yung, yung sinabing CM Punk, he raised some pertinent points for me that I kind of latched on to, like how he called, how there was mismanagement amongst the ranks, how he called out the young bucks for their BS. And to a certain extent, yes, kasi bumabalik ako dun sa previous argument ko on this pod about the internet wrestling culture that the young bucks seem to represent so proudly. 
Um, I think somebody like CM Punk just doesn't like that culture and the fact that the Bucks keep pushing that culture onto mainstream wrestling consciousness kind of adds to that fire because it's not for everybody. It's a little off-putting kung traditionalist wrestling fan ka and you see something, something like the Young Bucks doing that. So parang, yes, may certain extent then uh, may point to see CM Punk but I guess the delivery could have been better. That wasn't the time argument to, to you, Chino. Like, sabi mo na to a degree, may may punta si Punk. Whether or not may punta siya, if he had a gripe, why couldn't he just go straight to Tony Khan behind closed doors and raise it up and and say na, oh, pake address, ikaw naman yung boss, di ba? Okay, okay, fair fair point. Honestly, fair point. Uh, mm-hmm. but then again, as as the as management, di ba responsibility mo naman then humi you know, feedback from your employees. So why wasn't there feedback uh, from their part, di ba? Yeah, sure, but that's beside the point. I mean, the the whole thing is that that wasn't the time or place. Parang it, it just came off as super messy. Like it doesn't matter. I mean, okay, we don't know. Kung wala talaga feedback, sure, but it's still not a thing that you should do in public and especially on a tangent, right? So it's just there is just more dirty laundry being aired again it, at oh. the wrongest possible forum. Yeah, oh, kung, yeah, okay, fair, fair enough. Tama nga na dapat hindi natin nilalabas, nilalabas to doon. But then it just, it's, it's, it's symptomatic of something else. Yeah, right? sure, sure. If the so, top yeah, guy yeah. punk feels this way, then I'm pretty sure hindi lang siya yung nagaganito, di ba? And that there are just a lot of guys in this 100-man roster of theirs who feel some sort of way about this. Now I don't know what they'll do moving forward, but they have to do something. Because eh, something like this doesn't just happen with one person. It just doesn't stop with one person. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, kumalat na siya, ba? Like, we're halfway across the world. Pinag-uusapan na natin to, eh. But I think we're, we're, uh, we're we haven't yet mentioned the biggest negative net uh, net effect of this whole thing, and that's the fact that AEW is coming out of All Out, which people loved as a show, had a great ending and everything. And this whole media scrum just took away from that. When you have your top guy ranting like that and throwing the entire company under the bus like that, it's also unfair to the other performers who busted their tails inside the ring. Now, nobody cares about what happened in All Out because all everyone cares about is this big brouhaha that happened backstage. Yeah, uh, you yeah. you hit it right on the head. Um, he did go into business for himself, which is ironically one of his... Uh, Complaints against Hangman, diba? So, voila. Um, it's just very hypocritical of him. People in the chat asking if WWE did their own media scrum. Yeah, they did. Um, they did a press con for Clash. Of the yeah, Clash. right after the Clash. Difference, difference there is that that was pretty much in character. There is no chance for it to be a mess because they controlled the setting and the the tone. So that's pretty cool the, of them. Yeah, the biggest thing you can take away from that media scrum is that Triple H and Bad Bunny are back in talks. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean. All right. Uh, w- one last bit here on on CM Punk before we get to the fallout of that entire mess. Were CM Punk's haters right about him now that we have this empirical evidence to look back on? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, he couldn't he couldn't keep it together long enough to, you know, deal with it in a mature way. So, talagang it's all about him. Then he couldn't get out of his own way. So I think there is something to be said about what people have said about him a long time ago. 
remember how at the start of CM Punk's AEW run, we were all like happy for him. Yeah, yeah. And we were cheering yeah. him on. Right? Yeah. Finally found this hole. So <laughs> nobody expected it to end this way, honestly. Um, in just a year. In less than a year. In, in AEW, let's just zoom out a little bit more. AEW is only three, four years old. That's like implode the higher ups dito sa gulo. So, I, I don't know, man. If, if Puck is probably as problematic as people say he is. I, I am a fan of his work. Um, I am a fan of his brutal odds. Uh, I can't, it hurts me to say, but yes, my point is toxic na tao si Puck. But I mean, we're talking about it, so I guess that there's some point to it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we also learned that Nanganga got to Ace Steel. You know, nobody was really talking about Ace Steel until the last two weeks. And now the biggest point that people are mentioning about him is that Nanganga got to Tao. So, yeah. I mean, nobody knew of Ace Steel before uh, last week. And now uh, we know that he's like a human biter. Which and he's like the insane. Mike Tyson of wrestling, I guess. Exactly. In, he's like the Chris in, in the Brown worst of way. wrestling. Wait, so I, I wanna I wanna address what Chino said about AEW imploding. So let's let's move on to the next point in which um AEW vacated the world and trios championships and then they are crowning new champions, Siba. So I don't actually think AEW is imploding. It's just that that particular group of people back behind the scenes are imploding. But the good thing about it is that Tony Khan has also brought in a bunch of good people that Make sh- that, that kind of makes sure that they have something to go on, right? so make contingency plans, so make continuity, if you will. So, I am all for the Blackpool Combat Club being at the top, filling in this power vacuum. Right? They're having a tournament, and then the front runner is John Moxley and possibly Brian Danielson. But those are good guys, those are good guys who just want to wrestle and have a good product. Right? They also got a bunch of guys, Admin Jackie put it nicely earlier today. By saying that the bloatedness of AEW's roster actually works for them here, in that maraming pwedeng sumalo. So I think they'll be fine. They just really have to avoid the drama and then they just have to come away from this working together as a team and actually putting in some adults in the room. Yeah. Were we actually it's- surprised that this happened? What? Which one? Yung, sus- yung pag vacate and the subsequent subs- uh, suspensions. Uh, no, um, I, I guess I was surprised in that Tony Khan actually did do something about it, but I'm surprised and pleasantly. So, uh, one thing I forgot to mention is that Punk being stripped is also Tony Khan, I think, finally realizing now, okay, I kind of made a mistake here. I have buyer's remorse for CM Punk right now. Because if he didn't, he would have left him untouched, but he is also punished right now. So, uh, Bute, he did that. He did the thing. So, go ahead, Gina. I mean, yeah, to jump off Rose's point here, it's easy to say that, yes, AEW is actually going to grow from this. But we have to also take into consideration that the people involved are part of upper management. They're the EVPs who got stripped, who happen to be wrestlers, but also really EVPs. They have shares in this company. So the, the, if they're going to enact improvements here in AEW, I think it also needs to start with the, the very top. Right? It needs to start with management. They need to put people, real adults in the room to, who are just there 
you know, make a better product instead of just having this guy, Tony Khan, just run it like a train set. And like, oh, dream match to, oh, dream match yeah. yan, And then you don't know what else is going on. So actual leadership is basically my point. Before we go to break here, uh, I want to ask you guys, where does Punk go from here? Ah, okay. Um, beyond all the drama, it's also rumored that he tore his triceps in the match, in the championship match at All Out. So, yung palang, doon palang, I would ask him to just, just, just call it a career already. Um, his body is breaking down. He can't do anything apparently without injuring himself. So, save himself from the, all the, to- the toxicity and just quit. I think at this point, people, a lot of people have soured on him. Some people are still on his side. But a lot of people have seen him for what he really is. He's lived long enough to become the villain. So, tamana, I think it's time to go back to your hole. Go, go to bed, Grandpa. Yeah, Aaron, so the disproven name brawl. Uh, it was uh, released by uh, Punk's people as a match and injury. Uh, I'm with Ro here. I say, like, call it quits. Siguro cash in on it in like five years' time for a Dark Side of the Ring episode or something. <laughs> if wow, they bring uh, it back. If like, they bring it back. But then in the career, I don't know, man. I don't know if he has a place in this world still. Because you mo 11 years or ilan, years, no, that's seven years. Diba? Yeah, seven years. And he didn't evolve a single bit. Ganun pa rin siyang tao. So kung sinasabi niya seven years ago na toxic yung WWE and bumalik siya, tapos siya naman yung toxic, then sino ba may problema? Yung WWE or si CM Punk? Diba? Parang yun yung, yun yung question na nare-raise ko eh. So I, I, I say, like, retire in Chicago, be with your wife, do horror movies once in a while. Yeah, but do horror movies. Hindi ka may interest yeah, make in horror comics. movies. Yeah, make comics. <laughs> All right. So much more to unpack from all of this mess. We'll get to all of that in just a bit. But first, we'll take a break and let you know how you can support the podcast for 9-9 over on Lazada. Yeah, it's 9-9 tomorrow. So if you are getting anything that you want and need from Lazada, all you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser, add to cart, and check out from the app and what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. All right, uh, let's get to some shout-outs over on Kumu. Say hey to JV Lelon, who is our top fan. Uh, what's up, man? He says, up? Justice, he says justice for Nakazawa and Cutler and Christopher Daniels as well. Now that makes a suspension. <laughs> yeah, they, those guys were trying to break the, 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 the brawl up. So... Super weird that they got suspended. Like, uh, just like NBA, but oh, na kapag ano pumasok sa certain line, suspended uh, kana rin. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And I imagine kini itchure ni Michael Nakazawa with his headset, right? <laughs> and, and his baby oil. <laughs> and Pat Buck, but I, I remember Pat Buck was also yes, Pat Buck's also mentioned. Yeah. Also trying to break the brawl up. So yeah, uh, I hope they get the they get time off already. Uh, we're saying hi to our good friend Ash all the way in the UK. Good morning, man. Thank you so much for joining us on the stream. Talk about the fallout from All Out and everything that's happened. So let's start with the uh, Tournament of Champions, which will culminate at AEW Grand Slam. So we've got the bracket right here. 
And I'm with Ro when he says na sobrang nakakatuwa yung mga explanation kung bakit nandiyan yung certain wrestlers. I think that's a great way to explain everybody's inclusion in the tournament. So, gentlemen, throw your winner picks out for this one. Moxley. Uh, Moxley needs to win. Moxley is uh, AEW's MVP this year and for the foreseeable future. I don't think he's going to go back to rehab or anything. I think he's in such good spirits and good shape. And I need to I need them to reward him with a long ass run. I'm gonna say Daniel son. He's an ace in the hole, right? He's an ace in the pocket. This is that one card you wanna play. He's right there, you know, he's right there. They should use him while he's still there, while he's still healthy. And give some. And no offense to John Moxley here, but I mean, <laughs> John, see, John Moxley is an established ace, sure. But he also wanted to go on break before all this mess happened. That's true. Right? Sabi sa promo niya dapat na nagbabakasyon siya ngayon. Exactly right. And now he has to. Now and now you're making him work full time again. Parang he he has he has a newborn in, in Ohio. He has to be with his hot wife, de ba? So parang Give the guy some time off. You know, I say Brian Danielson. Also, it should be noted yeah, that MJF is likely cashing in his chip on whoever oh, wins. Man. But, uh, he did say that he has it. Uh, he can use it whenever he wants. So it's it's probably one of those things. That, okay, they're going to give the, the crowd what they want and finally have MJF win the championship. So there's that to consider then. So what actually, I don't mind. You, I know. What if nagpatayan yung BCC guys, Brian and Moxley, and then whoever survives that patayan, MJF just demolishes him by cashing in. That's fine. I think people will like it anyway. So I don't, I don't mind. MJF deserves it. Um, he's done the work of his career before going on hiatus from all the drama that he had. But I wouldn't mind that as well. All right. So uh, those are our winner picks. Oh, MJF, yung, yung pick coming out of the Tournament of Champions. <laughs> Come on, man. You know me better than that. All right. Aside from the World Championship, Shempre, my trio's championship then, and they settled that today, right off the bat. And you've got Death Triangle emerging as the new AEW trio's champions. And Pac is now a double champion uh, since he's also the All-Atlantic champion. So uh, your thoughts on them getting Death Triangle and best friends and not anyone else from uh, yung mga natalo dun sa tournament? Okay lang. Those are the two most favorite teams, uh, other than Dark Order, but Hangman, because it was in the tournament. So okay, lang then I actually did think they would give it the best friends, because yeah, other than Darby wins lol, there's also Orange Cassidy wins lol, and I thought that they would bank on that, but apparently they did not. Yeah, I mean, I first of all, nothing against Spock, but they don't need double champions right now, you know. push Also, just. Orange, uh, the best friends are just a personal favorites of mine, just for the beats and all that. But so I really wanted them to win. But I mean, they added it to Penta, and I like Penta. So yeah, yeah. congrats to Death Triangle. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with Chino here. I'm a huge Penta fan. So if Penta gets a belt, I'm happy. So congrats, Death Triangle. Real quick, I think this is also like a reward for the. But today, not five stars uh, versus United Empire. Ah, uh, yes. So I think that was a reward for them, which is okay then. Cool. Um I don't I'm not mad at it. Go 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 get your bag. 
Maganda to pinoint out ni Aaron na during the new Death Triangle entrance, they, they form a literal triangle where Penta's in the middle, Phoenix comes out from the face tunnel, and Pac comes from the heel tunnel. Which is actually pretty nifty. Yeah. Good, uh, good stuff. Good catch there, Aaron. All right. Let's talk about the MJF return. Because that was huge coming out of All Out. Again, if hindi nangyari tong kalat, this would probably have been at the top of the show. So MJF emerged as the Joker. He had the help of Stokely Hathaway and lahat ng mga minions ni Stokely to uh, take down the chip and then they handed it off to MJF who unmasked himself at the very end. So how did you like this uh, this way for MJF to insert himself back into AEW canon? I, I'm, I'm not sure how I felt about how he won it, but okay, it makes sense, diba? It was different for sure. It didn't make the ladder match any more convoluted than it had to be. So okay lang din. Uh, people liked MJF. Um, it was who we predicted it was gonna be. So okay lang din. It's cool. It was a unique way to do it, and they hit the right note by making it the exact person everyone wanted it to be. Yeah, no, I like him winning. Uh, I. Don't know if I like him being part of another stable. I don't think we don't know that yet. No, he came out by himself, Um I think uh the the backstory, which I don't think they've explained yet, was that he just paid off Stokes guys. Right. Okay. Then good for him. Because he doesn't need a spokesperson, you know, he doesn't need a mouthpiece. He's the last guy who actually needs a mouthpiece. So Whoever he goes up against, it's not only going to be good mic work, but also good ring work uh, as well. Because he, uh, he is so underrated in the ring. I like his work, uh, his work presence, I guess you could say. Uh, I enjoy his matches a lot. Uh, and I enjoy his mic work a lot. So it's good to have him back, especially if you're going to put him against somebody who people also naturally like, like a Moxley. Or a Danielson, or a Darby, or whoever. Speaking of the mic work, I gotta applaud yung promos in MJF and Mox to kick off Dynamite. Uh, MJF actually acted like a babyface for the first like five minutes of that promo, which was pretty cool. Even the part where he was mocking Punk during his entrance, that was pretty funny. And then uh, when he turned heel right afterward, nung lumabas si Moxley, that was a great way to reestablish yung battle lines. And the things that Mox said on the mic, Sobrang franchise player guy niya talaga. Like, you know, if, if you're still not convinced at this point that Mox is a franchise player, that promo tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. It's not true what, what Punk said about Mox being the third best guy from the Shield. No. So it's hard to rank them right now because they're, they're all firing on all cylinders, but they're all pretty damn good. He's pretty damn good. And I, I think maybe the si Mox. I think he really was embarrassed by the whole that happened and if I were him I would be too and uh, I like that he stepped up to be the guy who is gonna <laughs> try and save AEW from all the bad press which, which I think he really could because I believe in him that much and he's done some great work this year so uh, that's why I picked him Chino, any thoughts on yung promos from Kanina? No I mean yeah I mean, like, you, like I said John Moxley who he was a guy who was supposed to be on break and he had to be part of this. And then he had to face the same fallout that everybody else was facing because he was in the match with CM Punk. Right? He was part mm-hmm. of that match. So now I I can't help but feel for the guy because he just he's just really a worker through and through. He just really puts in that time and effort 
it takes to carry this company on its shoulders. And I agree, man. Totally 100% na isa siya dun sa mga bumubuhat sa AEW ngayon. He's the heart and soul of that company. And yeah. if he didn't move to AEW, I wouldn't know kung ano yung mangyayari sa kanya. Diba? Or sa AEW to begin with. So, yeah, good for John Moxley having the second win in his career. Uh, let's talk about some of the things that happened on All Out. Uh, one of the things that really stood out was how there were quite a few squash matches throughout the show. And I guess it was a way to compensate for the fact that they had to cram 14 or 15 matches over the course of five hours. The the, the Christian thing was not because of the time. It was because he was legit injured. Yung Hobbs thing, they kind of explained it as putting over Hobbs. Which is cool, I guess. It makes sense. Um, there is a reason why I did like squashes. It's just that I felt sad for Ricky Starks. Right? But they're building him up, and that's the reason for the squash. But yes, also because of the time. It is what it is. And also one of TK's failings. Sana, sana pahingan niya yung, yung, yung backlash for that as well. And keep things simple for the next pay-per-view in a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. Lang yun. even uh, no, the TBS championship, Jade Athena was uh, really, really quick, lapang five minutes. So those are just, uh, that's what, three out of the 15 matches that they lined up for, for the show. Yeah. Imagine being a part of this lineup, this roster. Oh, yeah. This card. Tapos sabihin say, oh, five minutes ka lang, ha? No, <laughs> lang yun. What are like, you, but I mean, what can you do with that? It's a pay per view. You wanted your moment, and then suddenly, oh, five minutes ka lang. So I, I don't know I don't know how wrestlers operate in that in that in that sense. Pero kung ikaw, kung ako yon, I would feel a little disappointed, a little rejected by by the opportunity. Because I thought I had a spot na ako to, to actually put on a show, and then oh five minutes kala. Well, as a wrestler, I'm actually not. Uh, you can you can do a lot in five minutes. It's it's, it's just that you waiting for your match. From all of that other stuff yeah. going on in the car. That's the worst part. Sobrang mas malalayong kasi you have to twiddle your thumbs backstage in the locker room while counting the minutes before you go on. That's just the pag worst. Tapos pag ka, di ka pwedeng kumain kasi paglabas yeah. mo bloated ka eh. Uh, yup. Tapos, yeah, mag-warm up ka sa haba ng hihintay mo na wala na warm up Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's actually so, happened. <laughs> yeah, that, that happens. Uh, zooming out, what did you think of All Out? Nakakapagod ba siya like we predicted it would be? Uh, yeah, it was. It really was. Um, the crowd felt it as well. They saved their energy for CM Punk, their hometown guy at the end. It's just a mess. It's a good thing that they ended well with MJF, but then it's also a bad thing that they overshadowed that ending with the media scrum. But anyway, yun. Yun talaga yung swerte nila, that they ended well. I'm gonna discount the media scrum from all of this. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's totally but, different. Sorry. Oh, because hindi kini ko dinaman nila alam na magwawala. Yeah, si yeah, Pong for Pong sure, Pong for sure. So kung alam nila and they let it happen, and that's a whole other thing. But but as a show, it was alright. I mean, it's it didn't stand out from the rest of the AEW pay per views, which again is very is very symptomatic of AEW's problem. Their large roster. Their mismanagement of matches, the failure in putting in booking the right people, the right spot. So I don't want to beat a dead uh, Tony Khan horse just yet. It just didn't stand out for me. Besides, 
typical of, of, of uh, AEW. All right. Uh, we're going to cross over to WWE. We'll talk about Clash at the Castle and uh, Raw and NXT, uh, if, if we can squeeze that in. But first, we'll take another break. And when we come back, you know, we'll, we'll bring you the WWE side of things. Uh, so here's how you can help the podcast out through your online shopping for $9.9 over on Shopee. Yep, nine nine again happening tomorrow. And it's going to be running for quite a bit, for a few days, I believe, on Shopee. So if you are getting things that you need from Shopee as well, you can do that while supporting the podcast in the process. All you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash the letter W, the number 9, and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will also help us do what we do at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Here's the audio-only part of this week's podcast where we'll talk about NXT Worlds Collide and NXT TV. So starting off with uh, the big picture here. Did the right people win coming out of NXT Worlds Collide? Uh, it's hard to tell because, you know, NXT UK isn't a thing anymore. And then, you know, parang... It's just gonna be, you know, one thing, and they're just gonna. Parang alam mo naman naman na yung NXT USA. Like, you know, it was always gonna be them because they were the one. They're they're the brand that was gonna stay standing at the end. So it's not a surprise that it's gonna be the American guys who were gonna win. So I'm okay with. It. I don't feel strongly about it. Is my opinion, I guess. Sorry, di ba nanalo din yung pretty deadly? So yeah, I guess that's yeah. a win for the UK. Yeah, side. that's one win for the UK. <laughs> no, but technically, US to select. So they made oh, well, they've been there a while. That's yeah, true. Yeah, 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 they changed their names and everything. Yeah, at first, sabihin ko, before I've seen the show, sabihin ko, no, kasi, diba, I, we love UK. We've all talked about it in the previous audio only. But looking out, they did make a lot of this fresher talent look very good diba? this more inexperienced talent look very good pick of the week badly Rose looked hella good against two established veterans in Mako and Blair Davenport here so hindi ako, I'm not sad about that I wish Blair would have won uh, but then again if they're all about building these, these faces for their company I guess it makes sense in that way I just felt really sad for Tyler Bate, man. I mean, uh, yung main event, diba, yung pagpasok pa lang niya, meron siyang montage of the NXT UK Championship history. Knowing that he was gonna have to retire the championship, it would end with him and he would have to take the L against Braun. I just felt sad as a Tyler Bate fan. Yeah, pero alam mo yun. Like, I think he knew it was coming anyway since he hasn't been champion in a long time. And then he was only champion because... Ilya Dragunov was injured. So parang he wasn't really the toppest choice ever right now. So I guess it's okay. It's not something to be super sad about. Like it would have been nice, yes, but you know, it's Braun. They like Braun. And it, and it's just a good full circle moment for Tyler being the first and technically last NXT UK champion. Yeah, yeah. Niba counted si Braun as NXT UK champion since ni unify niya. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, that's why I said technically. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what the rules are. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming that hindi na, I'm, I'm assuming that they just unified it. So hindi na siya UK technically. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's like a, an imaginary number. He is and isn't at the same time. <laughs> Natatawa lang ako na, no? Uh, on NXT this week, 
So Tyler Bate and Braun Breaker teamed up against Gallows and there was a backstage segment where si Braun Breaker was talking to Tyler Bate sabi niya oh NXT ka na NXT US ka na ganyan, ganyan. and I was like teka lang Tyler Bate's been here longer than you bro like he was actually on <laughs> NXT before Braun came came over he even won the NXT tag team championships with ano with uh, Trent Seven Seven yeah oh, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. They, re- they really tried to make Braun look like the the Locker face of two diba yeah, the, the the face of 2.0 So I, I mean, I get, at, I get why the segment happened. Natawa yeah. lang ako kasi ang tagal ni Tyler Bate dun eh. Oh yeah, oh gets naman. Yeah, okay. Speaking of the NXT Tag Team Championships, uh, pretty deadly came away with the titles. Nung uh, Worlds Collide because they, uh, Damon Camp turned on Diamond Mine. Yeah, our friends, pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, yes boy. boy. Deserve the man. I think that they they see. Pretty deadly having a bright future. I'm I'm all for that. They are pretty good wrestlers. They're pretty good guys. Pretty good characters. So I'm I'm totally for it. Um, a lot of you know a lot of those teams, except for you know Briggs and Jensen, probably deserve yeah. to be champ. So okay, all with with this result. Like uh, obviously the Creed brothers still have their thing. Their the little diamond mine civil war going on. Gallus are you know in the in the running paren pero. Uh, I guess must bankable, but it's pretty deadly. Yeah, I mean the pretty deadly has the look, and they they are hateable heels. I I I've always wondered how they work as faces. Uh, lang yung gusto malaman. I don't think they can not with this gimmick. Yeah, de ba? but medyo kupal kasi siya. So parang but I like I like them as a tag team though. So I'm glad that they walked away with it. Um, did they make the most sense out of it all? Probably yes. Uh, if you wanted to throw the UK teams a bone, then the choices would have been them or Gallows. So yeah. I'm glad I'm glad at least Silayum Manalo because they are a little bit more established in Gallows, but in the NXT 2.0 world, must establish in pretty deadly. Yeah, for the 2.0 viewers, maskilala nila tong pretty yeah. deadly. So I I I agree with you there. Uh, let's talk about the Diamond Mine Civil War. Ito na. So it wasn't Roderick Strong who would turn. It wasn't one of the creeds. It was Damon Kemp. Technically, he's on strong side. Because they were no, faking no. He it. was throwing Roderick Strong under the bus oh, okay, on NXT sure. this week. Oh shit! Sorry, um, I blowed myself there. Damn. Um, you know, I learned recently yesterday that Damon Kemp is actually Gable Stevenson's brother. Yeah. So I did not know that, and Damn. I, I right. should know a lot of things. <laughs> So it's ironic that Damon Kemp had to change his name, but is actually a capable pro wrestler. Meanwhile, his brother was the highly regarded draft pick, but is not going well with, with his training in pro wrestling. That's pretty sad. Damon Kemp seemed pretty unassuming, but I think he's pretty good. Deserved I think I, I think it's it shows a lot of faith being placed in him by the higher ups and Kerry Namanya. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to go with the Stevenson, they might as well go with the more backable uh, Stevenson here, which is Damon <laughs> Kemp, I guess. So congrats to him. Because this just leads to uh, a singles run. Pinigo, they can build the idea that they had for Gable Stevenson. They can just easily carry it over to somebody like Damon Kemp. Because... Pedigree and the look So if if they really don't feel like Gable Stevenson is it, then Damon Kemp's right there, man. This is right there, just already built properly. 
Yeah, there's actually history panga with uh, Damon Kemp and one of the creeds, si Brutus, the younger, shorter, stockier one. Uh, they were actually opponents in amateur wrestling, which Damon Kemp oh. brought up on NXT TV. You can look it up. I I, I forget his real name, but just Google Stevenson and Drew Casper. That's Brutus Creed's Bobby real name. Bobby Stevenson, yeah. Yon, Bobby Stevenson, thank you. Uh, it, it's on YouTube for you to watch. And I, I was surprised they referenced it. And I actually like how they gave Damon Kemp this backstage vignette where he explained you motivations as a character, how he was playing everybody under, uh, you know, right around his middle finger between Roderick Strong and the Creed brothers sowing seeds of discord when the the real bad guy was right under their noses all this time. So that was pretty fun. Because, you know, it's not for nothing that he's a Stevenson. I, I, I think the, the name change was a Vince thing. And it's ironic because you would want to capitalize on such a matunog family name in wrestling. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you're going to do that, then might as well give Solo Sikoa his name. Back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doing, you know, give me, you know. Uh, sayang, no, sayang yan. Sayang yan, uh, Yeah. Yeah. As a bonus, Damon Kemp even dunked on Ivy Nile. So it's like he really has it in for every member of Diamond Mine. At first, I did think it was weird that, oh, all of a sudden, this guy, which I did not know was a Stevenson, suddenly was brought into Diamond Mine. And then now he is breaking out. So it all comes around and they did do a good job of doing that. He's, yeah. he's there. He's there, Randy Orton, and I like that. I like uh, how I like how they're make, making him the dark horse of this group. Oh, he he had his own. It was me, Austin, all along moment, pa on on a premium live event like Worlds Collide. So, congrats to you, Damon Kemp, and good luck to everyone involved in this little storyline. I want to talk about the women here for this next part and focus on Dewdrop because Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. they were part of NXT this week and on NXT TV this week Dewdrop actually won her first televised match since February and for someone like Dewdrop who's like this big imposing threat I actually didn't know that she'd been winless for over half a year yeah I'm a Dewdrop girl Um, guys sorry she's my girl Uh, I liked her so much that I thought she should have won the Women's Championship from Becky back in January. So that was, uh, uh, I'm glad for her. And I like that a lot of people in the industry are really pulling for her because she's that damn good. Okay, you know, NXT 2.0 has been a place to rehab a bunch of people that Vince kind of ruined on the main roster. So I hope that they do the same thing and, you know, maybe even give her a championship run of some sort down in NXT. Yeah, I I like Dewdrop and Nikki Ash as a team. Uh, not the most understandable team because you know. <laughs> I mean, I they're both about, they're both Scottish. Yeah, uh, you know how I feel about the Scottish accent, man. It's just a mouth of ah, rah, rah. it's just a mouth so of, a mouth, mouthful of that for me. That's how I hear it. Uh, but I am a fan of their work, so I I like how Dewdrop actually walked away with the win. I am a fan of Dewdrop's run in NXT UK, the that rivalry she had with uh, Alba Ginny. Fire uh, and Ginny as well. So you're you're enjoy the yun. So I uh, really am glad that because I think it's WWE. If there are a lot of wrestlers who aren't being utilized, who are just taking up space in the main roster, they always have NXT 2.0 for that. And so people like Dewdrop, Nikki Sage, Apollo Cruz always have NXT Ricochet right now. So I'm glad that no opportunity to that. It's, I don't think I don't see NXT as a downgrade now, not like it was before. So finally, good for everybody involved to actually put in the work uh, with these uh, younger talent. 
Yeah, I actually think na the women do need more of a veteran presence right now. Uh, kasi mas marami pa rin yung mga medyo baguhan sa WWE system, right? So, I think we do need more first more time with Dewdrop and Nikki ASH on NXT just so they can really lift everyone else up alongside them. And second, more main roster women who aren't really doing anything on the main shows. Maybe have them spend time on NXT 2.0 and get some steam back with uh, a quick program that would last like a month or two. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, totally makes sense. It's really good what they do for these, for everyone. Because it's like rehab. It's sad that they have to have rehab, but it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we can't change the past, right? Yeah. Uh, one last bit here, and it's about Braun Breaker. So where does he go from here? You know, I don't know. Sobrang, sobrang, it's like Roman Reigns, but also in a less shallow way. Because there are only so many people who are in the championship level at NXT. And then they have to recycle through it. So I don't know. That's why I also call for someone else to win already. So para may iba naman. But Pero now, sino? I don't know. Um, yeah. could have been anyone really. Apollo Crew. Give give it the fucking Apollo Cruz, He deserves a he deserves a championship run and to anchor the the brand with a veteran presence, diba? With his veteran presence. My biggest problem with Braun then is that they don't put him. On matches in the show, uh, yeah, on, on the weekly episodes. So, para siyang naging Gunther or Volta without the pedigree of Volta. Like he's I mean, good. To be but fair, he was in the main event this week. Kasama si Tyler Bate, de ba, against Gallus. Yeah, yeah, but that's right now. That's a rare occurrence. Like before that, he was relegated. He's often relegated to these vignettes backstage and promos as well. So they don't give him reps. Parang he's somehow above getting reps on NXT 2.0, which is weird because you're good, but you're not that good. You're not like Gunther final boss good. So I do want to see him wrestling a lot more, but I also recognize that it is kind of time for a different champion and for something else. Because right now, he's just going through a revolving door of challengers and there's not much story to stick to it. It's not characterization because he's a revolving door right now. So I want him to get the cha- to lose the championship and you know sink his teeth into a nice character-building storyline. I was going to say call him up. Uh, yeah, but then sure, uh, I don't mind. Yeah, I was gonna say call him up because he's been there a while. Yun nga, ang problema natin dito is whether we call him up, whether they call him up, as we don't really have to say here, <laughs> whether they call him up or they drop make him drop the title and and relegate him to a mid card feud. Walang mahatalo sa kanya at this point. Nobody, even Apollo Cruz, is like a little iffy. For me, na pag nanalo si Apollo Cruz, I want it to be the most satisfied with it. Yeah, he'll deserve it, but it wouldn't be a satisfying victory for me. But uh, whereas with somebody like Champa or whoever who nanalo in the past, it made so much more sense, de ba? So parang I don't know if they're taking time out to build a, a proper opponent for Braun here, or if they're just satisfied with keeping the title on him here. Because yeah, they're trying to make him look like this. This attraction, this freak of nature, to borrow a term from his uncle here, and that it's a it's a one once a month thing, and I don't necessarily know if that works with somebody like Braun. Man, I'm just waiting for Grayson Waller to defeat Braun Breaker. Oh, our boy, yeah, oh, yeah. he deserves it. He's uh, yeah, Grayson Waller. 
Grayson Waller has been getting swoller. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but yeah. mm-hmm. he's been more comfortable getting more minutes in the ring. Patok din yung Miz Light character niya. I guess you do need a Miz in every brand. <laughs> so uh, there's that. So yeah, why not? Why the fuck not? I, I just want them to uh, finally move on from Brian. Say, okay, he's been champ for quite a while now. Let's, let's move on. All right, so there you have it. Uh, that's our NXT discussion here as part of this week's podcast. Thank you so much for, as always, sending in your questions on Twitter and on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. All right, uh, let's get to some shout-outs on Kumu. Yeah, David Adon is still commenting. Um, he says that, well, he has a bunch of things to say, but mostly he says that Pat McAfee is taking a break from SmackDown commentary, which we'll, I guess we'll talk about in probably, but he's sad about that. Uh, he said that the best match from All Out is Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, that was really good. Uh, and you can watch it for free on their YouTube. So go see that if you haven't yet. So thank you, man. And thank you to everyone on Kumu. I forgot to thank people on Kumu who have tuned in. Uh, please smash those hearts. Send kind of sticker or so. The chon or something. Or halo halo. halo halo man lang. So we get diamonds. And please smash those hearts so that you let everyone on Kumu know that you enjoy the wrestling talk that we are doing. Uh, can I also just say uh, thank you to all the Facebook Facebook streamers who might have comment because uh, like we have over three hundred seventy comments at this hey. point. Salamat One of our livelier streams. Last week we had five hundred. So uh, guys, uh, you know what to do. Break that record. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who's been active in the chat. All right, let's talk about Clash at the Castle and we have to start at the ending. What did you think about the way it went down with Solo Sokoa costing Drew McIntyre the match and Roman continuing that two-year Universal and WWE Championship reign? Okay, go ahead. Okay, I like how they brought Solo Sokoa into the fold. It was just a matter of time. He looks and sounds like an Uso. It was just a matter of time before he joins his It's obvious. I don't know why they keep saying they had to change his name. They might as well just call him third Uso at this point. So whatever. But I like that part. I don't like how it had to come at the cost at the cost of Drew. Because yeah. I thought we were at a point in WWE where it was all about giving the fans what they wanted and I thought that they built Drew up so perfectly that he would actually it would make sense for him to walk away uh, champion at this point to say I'm gonna the babyface build yeah he was in his home country he was performing in his home crowd it was all it was all leading up to that moment and then this happened so I don't know if if it's a disservice necessarily for for Solo Sekoa but I definitely know it's a disservice uh, for Drew McIntyre. Yeah, man. Like, you hit everything right on the head there. Other other podcasts are arguing that it wasn't the time for Drew to win. Parang they were saying that WWE was not giving in to the crowd. They were, gi- they were standing by their long-term plans, which is most likely Cody taking the championship off of Roman when he comes back. But, man, sometimes... Um, being in the business, sometimes you just got to give the crowd what they want, especially when you build up to it so much, especially when you do so much, raise their expectations. And then all you could do is give Drew McIntyre and give the United Kingdom a, a moral victory 
by making him look really, really good and make him look uh, super dominant and almost winning a championship. And you give him all the all the good stuff, the, the video packages, the the broken dreams theme, the right? all of that, all of that fanfare. That was uh, you're just gonna stick by the plans. Um, it's not just a WWE thing. NJPW has done this before as well. They have delayed the wins of guys like Kenny Omega and Tetsuya Naito because they have a plan to stick to. And in some, you know, in some instances, okay, because it means that you have a plan and that you're executing the plan. But sometimes, like, uh, as uh, as you know, wrestling promoters, you just have to send the crowd home happy. And that was such a huge wasted moment to really solidify uh, the emerging or the burgeoning regime of Triple H and giving him a landmark moment for you know and to 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 distinguish himself from Vince McMahon's uh, way of doing things. I just felt really disappointed for everything, and I I just wish that. Sometimes you just gotta do what the what is best for the fans. When you have an ending like that for a show, Ro, uh, like the way that you put it, nah, you felt disappointed by it. Does it take away from the overall quality of the show? Like, does it make you like the entire event less? No, wala yung big part of its recommendability. You know, like I'm gonna say that Clash was a better put together show, but then. A big part of the shine of the sheen just gets taken away because of a bad ending. So, so I'm saying that like I said, they work their asses off, and then I can't just give it to you because uh, the, you're gonna, depending on you know, assuming that you are a big Drew McIntyre fan, you're just gonna get really disappointed by the end. Oh, not necessarily, because it, it then it discounts everything that the other guys put in. Right, it takes away. From that amazing Gunther Sheamus match, it takes away from Bailey returning to in ring action, right? It takes away from all the other elements that happened on that night. So, parang sa ang sa akin, it it would be unfair. Yeah, the ending was bad, but the show and you know in it of itself was actually very good. I would tell people who haven't watched the WWE in a while to definitely watch the show because it's still something else to uh, see, it's something different. Sagutin ko tong ano, question ni Julian. How many cups of coffee did I drink to stay awake through Clash? Uh, one and a half cups of cold brew. So, medyo malakas lakas. Oh, uh, speaking of questions in the chat, we have to clarify for the people that the WWE forgot to end the broadcast before the Tyson Fury sing-along. So, uh, for those who were complaining about why we were getting this, it wasn't supposed, we weren't supposed to see it. The rest of the world was not supposed to see it. It was only for Cardiff. To be fair, normally kasi binibigyan nila kami ng instructions na, okay, mag-off air now, we're gonna fade to black in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, that type of stuff, di ba? But, but uh, for some reason, nung nagre-replace, bigla na lang, oh, si Tyson Fury papasok na ng ring, oh, may mic siya. So we were told to stand by. Di rin namin alam na matatapos sa pala yung show. So, yun. Yun yung, ano ko, yun yung point of view ko naman, like, uh, from the actual experience. We didn't know na Tyson Fury is gonna do that. Anyway, uh, let's get to more of the show here. Let's talk about big meaty men slapping meat, that hoss fight between Sheamus and Gunther, which a lot of people came away from Clash saying that it was probably the best match of that show. Yeah. Uh, naman, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Naman, um, I wasn't so sad about Sheamus not winning because we're all Gunther fans here. 
And like we said last week, we gotta build up the legend of Gunta before Vince almost destroyed it. So, right person one, very enjoyed the fact that as predicted, Seamus came to play. He uh, played the game of Gunta. Uh, he it was pretty much a strong style type of match, and we got exactly what we wanted to get. And then I, some. we got Giovanni Vinci returning well, yeah, to yeah, Imperium. Yeah, right. yeah yes. Yeah, yun pa. I first of all, nakatawa yung nagbrawl yung dalawa to want to brawl outside <laughs> because Ridge Holland already outweighs both men, right? <laughs> so how is that fair? Somebody sobrang lugi ng Imperium dun sa matchup then. But anyway, uh, I wanted Sheamus to win. I honestly did. I wanted him to get his flowers, be the Grand Slam champion that he was meant to be. Uh, well, yes, agree on that. You need to build up Gunther in in as a monster in this industry. I also am just as a Sheamus fan. I'm just happy that at his age, with his tenure, he was still able to keep up in this sort of match. He's not an old. (laughs) I mean, he's as old as Punk is. Yeah, yeah. But he's not he's not yeah. decrepit or anything. I clear But when was day. the last time he wrestled a match this physically? Yeah, Remember Jeff Hardy and He hits hard, but he has yet to face somebody who hits harder than he does. He gets you the know, it's not it's not very typical of his style, the papa chop siya ng sampung beses na ganun kalakas. Diba? So I, I love that. I love that he's able to keep up with the pace. Uh, I also love that after the match, Cardiff gave him his flowers. Yeah. Siya, and that was a great moment. Diba? What, a good, what a great moment for, for my guy. Man. I mean, yeah, just uh, just an all-star night for Sheamus. Sheamus yeah, is forever young. Yeah. Sobrang, hindi siya decrepit. I didn't say that, bro. I just said he wasn't Sabi mo kasi for his age. Eh, kasi... <laughs> He's older than me. So that is yes, Chino. But iba naman yung standards ko ego compare with si Seamus sa sarili mo. <laughs> yeah, but I, again, guys, masyado kayong naglalagay ng meaning doon sa sinabi ko. I did not say he was old. I just said he was not young. Okay. All right, uh, how excited are we for Imperium being back together? Uh, SmackDown tag division is low-key stacked. Um, I also, I kind of, you know, uh, Sometimes I feel like they should be three hours as well. <laughs> uh, that's just how deep their roster is. Because no, I've seen, I've seen what uh, the three hours has done for Raw, and I would like that for SmackDown as well. Because me time talaga to to put on good stuff and focus on good stuff. Uh, it's it's not ideal because it's too long, but also I get it. I get why uh, it's such a good format for wrestling. But anyway, yeah. It's really good. Imperium is great. Uh, I'm glad they brought up Vinci and reunited him with the with the vehicle that would take him places. I, I'm gl- I'm just so happy that we are getting a little by little we are getting the black and gold brand on the main uh, roster. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> black and gold booking on the main roster. as a fan because I never expected this to happen. So this is like the plot twist of the year for wrestling. Because ah. so many good things came from it. Diba? There are a lot of plot twists. 
So, sobrang, sobrang saya ako as a wrestling fan. Nagbalik, loob ulit ako sa WWE. And it's just, it's such a good feeling to have to watch this kind of product. Hindi ka na, hindi ka na papagod pa no Orin. I don't know about the extra hour of wrestling a week. So, I think, I think I'm at my limit there. Sobrang wild ng 2022, di ba? Just the fact that uh, Vince McMahon retired and then the, or most of the community has turned on CM Punk. It's like, <laughs> this was not on our collective bingo cards. Holy crap. Yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about the women here, uh, specifically Shayna Baszler and Liv Morgan. And do you think Shayna should have won at Clash at the Castle? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Shayna fan. Um, it, it was Liv's best match as champion. She is improving, and then I, I I like that they're giving her a chance to be better. But I'm just a Shayna fan, and I think Shayna deserves her flowers as well. But I think at the same time, um, if someone is you know is is getting their moment later on, then I think Shayna is. I think it's not the end for her. But I just again, I just wanted it to happen as well. Yeah, if there was a wrestler who also had Vince damage all over their storylines, Shayna and Gendiba, she started out as a vampire. Yeah, but that said, uh, he's still forerunner. Yeah, right. I am. Uh, I'm still. I'm glad Liv won. She was able to prove combat deserving Shamanalo during the match. It made sense to me. It made sense to me that she posted training videos with Riddle right? to, to, to improve on her grappling. They really, put a, they really did a good job pres- presenting it in that way. Right? And it also made sense to me in the long run because she's Ronda Rousey. I don't know if Ronda is going to face off against one of her girls. Like, I don't know if that's a thing she wants to do eh, eh, moving forward. I think she wants to muscle. Or the remaining muscle that is left with the WWE. So the the, the live Ronda storyline moving forward is going to be interesting. Yeah, parang dun din naman papunta si Ronda. I I just I I guess like you guys, I was also expecting Shayna to just go ape shit on on live, the and just win the title in like two or three minutes. So apparently that didn't happen. Uh let's go talk about let's go talk about Raw this time. And let's talk about the return that was rumored for quite a few days, and that's Braun Strowman. So he came back to WWE in Kansas where he had a uh, rousing ovation, I guess because he's a country boy. And he destroyed four tag teams. Uh, the New Day, the Street Profits, Los Lotharios, and uh, Alpha Academy. And apparently he's also going to be part of the SmackDown roster. So it's a weird that Rosha Bumalik. But, you know, uh, Braun is back. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Gochino. No, sorry, it's weird that they let him destroy four tag teams considering that yun lang yung apat na tag team sa Raw. So what no, the they're not even that? Raw tag teams. The New Day and uh, um, uh, the New Day Los Lotharios are from so SmackDown. Man, yeah, no, it, it just makes your tag teams look like bitches. It's just yeah, exactly, bitches. exactly. So uh, I don't know why they had to do that at the expense of tag team. They could have just fed him jobbers and it still would have popped, you know. So, but I mean, I'm... I'm I like Braun because he is a bankable monster. He's a bankable giant. Uh, he's better off than Omos. They have proven Braun can work as a universal champion. So I feel like he, he deserves his fair shake. Do we agree with this philosophy uh, personally? Of course not. But I, I agree with the fact that everybody deserves a second chance. And 
he is a product of the Triple H era so uh, in NXT. So I believe that this time around, things might be different for Braun Strowman. Uh, you don't understand why everyone is going crazy over Braun Strowman. Like, y'all, like, what what, what do y'all see in him? <laughs> like, yeah. uh, he he's nice. He's a better giant than Omos. Yes. Uh, it was an interesting return. Not you know, we did put him on our free agents list. Yes, but I wasn't expecting to go. Oh, oh my God, Braun! Braun is back! Yay! Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it, guys. I don't know. Uh, but hey, um, I agree. I don't like. That he destroyed tag teams, the entire 24 division, 24 ch- 7 championship division was there for him to destroy. He could have, he could have destroyed those guys, not the four tag teams that you are actually building up for the division. So, really bad move. What a rare Vince ism from Triple H there. I don't agree with it. So, I, I, Sobrang, Sobrang, what the fuck, man? Sobrang, what the fuck? But, um, like I also said on the TikTok, a lot of Braun's problems from his last run was because of Vince being messy with him and apparently not liking him that much anymore. So he ended up looking like a bitch as well. So uh, maybe they can fix him now and maybe he'll do something that will make me go, oh, yay, Braun. Sana, but now... I wonder what that thing will be where you go, oh, yay, bro. I, I don't know. I wonder, <laughs> and I would like I the camera to be on rope so I have a video to actually say, <laughs> oh, yay, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, Roman, he could have destroyed Shaggy. Yeah, that's right. He could have destroyed Jinder Mahal. He could have destroyed R-Truth. But not the four tag teams that they were actually putting serious time and effort into. <laughs> Ito, uh, what if Braun was brought back so that my full circle moment na Braun takes the championship from Roman. Because hey, this entire two-year reign started when Roman beat Braun. Then I would h- hate that ending at Clash even more. Because <laughs> was deserving si Drew. Yeah. Um, Sana, if that happens, Sana, there was a good story behind it. Like, you know, there could be a, you know, it, it's, and it's possible. It's, anything is possible here. So I just hope that they put effort into it. All right. Uh, let's talk about Pat McAfee. It was mentioned in the comments earlier, just a few hours ago, it was announced that Pat McAfee will be joining college football's coverage. So he'll be uh, stepping away from his duties as SmackDown color commentator for the next four months. So baka, uh, January or February, pabumalik etong si Pat McAfee. And from the looks of things, it looks like Corey Graves might be uh, stepping in as SmackDown color commentator once again. Uh, uh, to be fair, he has lessened his shouting and screaming. Since Vince left, so there's that. But at this point, so I'm umay now sa bosses ni Corey Graves on Raw. Uh, that's just me though. I, I like they could have brought up someone else. Like they could have trained someone else to take over Pat's spot. Like they could have hired Drew Gulak. Put him on the put him on the mic. Uh, put him in the commentary booth. Uh, anything. I'm just glad it's not Jerry the King Lauder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also yeah. true. They, they they did have that option. They also have the option of Booker T. So I think this is the lesser of the evils that they have. And, uh, so <laughs> I do actually kind of miss Booker T. I, I miss Booker T. Really? Yeah, kind of. Because it's more okay for some reason. So you can listen panels. to the podcast where he dunks all over a steel. He Booker T is a lot more competent in the backstage panels that they do in the pre-show. I like oh, hearing yeah. him there. Yeah. Uh, so Baha with Vince gone, maybe he could be better on the commentary table. 
Yeah. Uh, people in the comments want Moro Ronaldo back, and that's not gonna fit because color commentator is not Play by play, si Moro. Eh. So you need a character there in that role. You need someone who will actively root for the characters, for the heels uh, specifically. Because the role ni Corey Graves, or in Pat McAfee's uh, case, he roots for the baby faces. So you need someone like a Byron or a Nigel McGuinness or a Wade Barrett uh, in that role and a play-by-play Nigel, play guy Nigel like Moro. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bring Nigel. Nigel would have been good for that. Yeah, I think Nigel's in the US, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's there. Hmm. So yon. Um, do you want to uh, compare All Out and Clash at the Castle? Like, which was the better show? Now that we've had a few days from both okay, events. Lightning, lightning right. Round. Okay, Lightning Round. Which was the better show for you? Clash at the Castle or All Out? I'm going to say Clash. Clash was the better show. Despite the ending, um, All Out was messier, but only had a good ending. So, in that case, Clash would win for me. I would Clash. Number one, because it was shorter. Not by a lot, but, but easier by an to hour. watch. By an hour, ba? Oh, yeah, over an, an hour. hour, dude. Over the okay, the habaan lang sa pareho. But I think Clash was easier to watch for me. I also uh, appreciate the pacing a little bit more. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you you all out. Like I said, it was just when I prepared to watch an AEW show, I got an AEW show. When I prepared to watch Clash at the Castle, I was pleasantly surprised by everything. Even the outcome of the main event, which was while bad, still pretty good. So I say Clash wins here. Yung mga nagko-comment dito, mga ano rin, mga mamaru din eh. Hindi <laughs> naman kasama yung all-out media scrum, hindi naman nila pinlano yun eh. Tsaka hindi yun kasama sa pay-per-view, guys. Hindi namin binayakan yun eh. No. Uh, <laughs> libre siya, guys. <laughs> Nasa YouTube lang yun. Yeah, it's on YouTube, yeah. You can watch it there. Any other thoughts you want to get to from the main roster shows? No, I'm good. Um, you know, the news cycle was dominated by CM Punk and the Elite. So, uh, compete with that. Well, I guess something new will happen tomorrow on SmackDown, but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Congrats, Solo. Bukas. Sorry, yeah, congrats, Chino, uh, yeah, congrats Solo Sikoa. Now all oh, they yeah, need yeah. is Naomi to complete yeah, that family. Uh, Actually, yeah. yeah, that's a great point. Um, ako gusto kong, ano, gusto kong bigyan ng credit si Kevin Dunn and the production people for the Dexter Loomis thing, uh, which is on Rose's oh. background. Sobrang solid nung, ano, nung production work for the Steel Cage match nung, nung Raw. Yeah. Really like, good stuff. I, I don't know how they put that together and how, how it all clicked. Because that, that's a hard spot to film at the, at the moment, in the heat of the moment. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, sobrang galing, sobrang galing. Uh, which it, I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm dunking on it, but all out, you know, there were some really awkward camera cuts, which was kind of weird, uh, considering that pay-per-view pa siya, diba? So, yun lang. Um, the fact na, yeah, forget it. <laughs> let's, let's get to our picks of the week. Uh, let's save NXT for the audio-only version. Um, we, we have a few topics to talk about in a month, so just catch it on, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts when this uh, goes, goes up there tomorrow afternoon. Um, let's get our picks. Uh, people in the chat, you know what to do. I'm going to start with mine. And my pick of the week is from NXT Worlds Collide. My favorite match from that show was the women's championship match. Mandy Rose, Meiko Satomura, Blair Davenport. Uh, I came in expecting Blair to win. Uh, was kind of disappointed there, but not really because the match was really good. Sobrang hindi sila nagpahinga. Uh, ang ganda ng pacing nila. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, the action was really good. And they just really made Mandy Rose look so good. Like, we know that Blair Davenport has a pedigree. We know all about Meiko Satomura's history. 
Mandy Rose parang pinakahilaw, so to speak, coming into that match. And they made Mandy look like she could hang with the best of them. So good job to all three women involved in that triple threat. It is developmental after all. So go ahead. Uh, my pick goes out to Sheamus versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship uh, on Clash of the Castle in Clash of the Castle for all the reasons mentioned. Again, hats off to Sheamus, man. What a guy. All right. My pick of the week is from Dynamite today. Uh, the main event, uh, Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta for the ROH Pure Championship. Really fun match. Uh, Yun, see, at least Tony Khan gets it right. He gives the hometown, uh, the hometown guys some love. And it all made sense as well. It, it wasn't just a hometown win for the sake of. It also uh, is in the service of putting over this young guy. And the moment that happened after the match in which uh, Garcia's hero, Brian Danielson, put the belt on him. And then Chris Jericho came so out and was Jericho, like, oh, uh, what the hell? Um, it was really such a really sports entertaining moment. So I was very much sports entertained. So I like that. And I am super heavily invested in the custody for Daniel Garcia. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's pretty fun. Dominic Dominic Mysterio yung custody niya as a judgment day na. Oh, yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. even get to talk about that. Yeah, I anyway. really was hoping he was coming out in a gimp mask. God damn it. Give it to me, WWE. God damn it. But hey, give it to WWE social media for acknowledging yung internet memes about Dom being a simp for Rhea. <laughs> My playlist na Rhea Ripley punishing Dom Mysterio. So, you know, all of you, all of you subs, you, you can go find that playlist. So yeah, let's uh, get our picks in the chat. Uh, Leo picks Seamus Gunta and the Trios Championship match earlier. Admin Angelo picks Mako versus Roxanne Perez and Ricochet versus Carmelo Hayes. Emil picks Seamus Gunta and Melo versus Ricochet. Uh, Glendale picks Tyler Bate versus Trent Seven from NXT UK. Gunta versus Seamus and Swerve and Keith Lee versus The Acclaimed. T. Allen picks Ricochet versus Melo. Janelle picks KO versus Austin Theory, which is also really good. Ricochet versus Melo, Gunta Seamus and Riddle Rollins. John Christopher picks Brian versus Adam Page. Fred, what's up, man? Picks Ricochet versus Carmelo. Uh, Gian picks the Broken Dreams promo, which is really good. And the Imperium Return, Dominic's Heel Turn, Mako versus Roxanne, among many other things. Uh, Roman J picks the IC title match. Seth versus Riddle and the Acclaimed versus Swerve in Our Glory. Uh, Albert picks Carmelo versus King Ricochet. Uh, Julian picks a whole lot of stuff, like Clash at the Castle as an entire show. Ina picks MJF's return, John Moxley's promo, and Daniel Garcia's title win. Aaron picks Daniel Garcia versus Yuta, the AEW Tag Team Championship match, uh, and the Dark Side of the Ring edit of yeah, the media Yeah, that was really strong. good. That was, oh, really that was good. funny. That, that was, was funny. pretty good. <laughs> Even Wade Barrett liked it on Twitter. See, Wade Barrett pumatali. Uh, Kumu, picks of the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, see, Jay Villalon, he's he's picking um, the media scrum as well and uh, Yuta versus Garcia. Guys, the media scrum is not wrestling. This is fucking. No, you, you can pick whatever you want in the pick of the week. Right? You guys, you guys, you picked an entire article on players. Yeah, Tribune. okay, fine, fair. <laughs> I was just trying not to kick them while they're down, Ro. Kaya hindi ko siya acknowledge. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, so, 
Okay, uh, stick around for the NXT part on the audio-only version like I mentioned. For now, though, we're going to be uh, wrapping up the pod. So, Chino, is there anything you want the good people to check out? Yes, September 24, Wicked Dogs BGC. I am throwing part two of my one-hour special. So if you missed the first part, definitely check that out. Uh, tickets are going to be a lot cheaper at 400 pesos. No reservations this time. Just show up. We'll have some fun. September 24, Wicked Dogs BGC. Up now. Igaro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this weekend, this Sunday, MWF Road to Fate 2022 is happening. Is Joy Jennifer Samson still in this chat? Kasi, sana wag ka muna mga anak before then or during the show. So that would be a huge hassle. That would yeah. be the CM Punk of, of MWF. Although that would be the real main event. So sana wag muna lumabas si Baby. Uh, but yes, uh, tickets are still available on TicketToMe.net or at the door. Uh, if you want, uh, it's it's selling out pretty fast though. So I expect a lot of people to be there. Uh, weather permitting as well. So uh, if you are miss, if you have missed uh, live wrestling here in the Philippines, here in Manila, it is we're all, we're all gonna have a bunch of fun this Sunday. Uh, Stan's gonna be there. Chino might be there as well. So. Uh, Go catch it. And then if you can't be there, though, you can also subscribe to MWF on Gank. Uh, you just go to manilawrestling.com to subscribe to, to the Gank profile. It is $10 or 540 pesos. You can pay through Gcash as well. So uh, you don't need no credit card or debit card. You can use online. So again, uh, please support local wrestling. Um, it's pretty much on its way back or it's on the up and up. And also follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Guys, yung mga pupunta ng MWF sa Sunday, okay mag-park sa Christ the King ah. Kasi 150 pesos yung parking doon, eh. medyo mahal. Speaking from experience as someone na nag-park na doon for a PETA show. So, yun lang. Huwag yeah. din kayong magpa-park doon sa McDo. Kasi, basta <laughs> uh, Julian, yes, your Dabarkad's Rowan will be in attendance. He has secured his ticket as well. So, if you want your eyeball with him, go do it. Uh, just, just don't be creepy or whatever. <laughs> Okay lang. Uh, awkward din naman si Rowan. So, lahat kayo maging awkward together. Oh my God. Right, uh, for me, imagine uh, Rowan with fans? <laughs> what have we I'm gonna done? be ready with my camera. It, it will what be a moment. What he's, 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 he's gonna document the thing as well for our TikTok. So, uh, if you wanna be a part of that as well, you know what to do, right? Just get your oh, mag-tailgate kayo sa labas ng peta kasama ni uh, Rowan. <laughs> uh, for me, quick plug, just check out uh, my new morning show on 99.5 Play FM. I'm Congrats. now part of First Thing in the Morning. Thank Yo. you, Chino. Uh, 7 to 10 a.m. alongside Jazz Reyes. Uh, really fun stuff. It's great to be back officially on the radio again. And I'm having a lot of fun uh, with, um, you know, um, being part of Play's roster, getting to tinker with the playlist and everything. So, uh, sa tune in na, thank you so much. Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm having the time of my life here. So, there. Uh, don't forget to follow us individually, not just on, on TikTok and Twitter. Siyempre, it's at Chino Supersized, at Rowan's War, at Monday Night Rowan, and at underscore Stan C for me. We will catch you all again next week for another audio-only and another live stream. Sorry sa mga napa-extend. And thank you to everybody because we hit 600 comments, guys, on Facebook tonight hey, on tonight's live stream. Yes, thank you, everybody. You guys all deserve a huge round of applause. Thank you so much as well to Babyface producer Julio and the rest of the PNA team for everything they do behind the scenes. Thank you to all our patrons and all of our subscribers, our friends, our listeners. 
Make sure to keep your masks on and to get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. And on behalf of Ro Moran and Chino Liao and Rongwong ASH, my name is Stan C. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 